Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, Warwick. And g'day, listeners. Morning, afternoon, evening, night time, 3 a.m. I don't know when people listen to us, Coxie, but uh, I know people listen. We still get lots of feedback that a lot of people's journey with tradies in business starts with this here podcast. Good morning, good evening, good night. Hello, how are you listeners? Thank you for being here and I'm very sorry if this is the first time you're listening to us. (laughs) It could be a really good episode for someone if this is the first time they're listening to us, Coxie, on this humble little podcast. My fingers are crossed that perhaps (laughs) that will happen. I was listening to another podcast on the weekend, excuse me, before I choked to death. And uh, he was talking about how excited he was to hit 300 episodes. And I realized that we passed that some time ago. Uh, I think, or are we, or are we almost there? Oh, I can't remember. We've done a lot anyway, but I, I thought, wow, that's a lot. And then I thought, hang on, we've done a lot on our podcast too. Uh, we've been doing this for a long time. So, um, I think, what, what do you reckon we should talk about? I mean, we'll still do our topic idea for today, I think, Coxie. But if if this was the first episode someone heard of the show, what do you reckon they would want to hear? That's a really good question. I don't know. They probably want to hear about marketing. They probably want to hear about customer retention. They probably want to hear about... Mm, how to deal with difficult staff. <laughs> I thought you say a different D word then. I was about to. <laughs> um, they probably want to hear about those kinds of things, don't you think? They're the questions we get asked often. Yeah. Yeah, We and I think uh, it's easy to get tricked into thinking that the questions people are asking are what we should be focusing on in business. Mm-hmm. You know, when customers are asking us questions about things, we think that's what we need to actually be focusing on. But often that can be a little distracting because that's what they are focused on. It's not necessarily what we need to focus on. And I guess we hear this a lot from our, our premium members and clients where they get a little distracted by what they think they should be working on and lose sight of things like their business plan, for example, Coxie. (laughs) Uh, And so this really loops into our topic for today's episode is focus. And I've shared the story many times about one of my strength and conditioning coaches talking about focus. And he had this, he had a particular way of saying it, which made it funny, but he used to say to us, your focus needs more focus. And it was kind of like, Right, so I've got to focus on focusing. Um, and it's not something that I think a lot of people find comes naturally, mm. that, that focus practice, and it takes work. And yet it's one of those things as well, at least I find, that when I work at it, and I'm one of those people that it's just not natural for me to take time to focus. I'm a, I'm a doer. 
and I'll just jump in and do stuff. So if something needs to be done, I'll just do it. And I don't know if that's a boy-girl thing or if it's a generational thing or a, a, a genetic thing, um, but I tend to just jump in and, and do stuff. And it's not always in line with <laughs> the bigger plan and what should be getting done. So I think for a lot of people, it's actually a practice that takes a, a bit more work of uh, particularly that daily focus, Coxie. I totally agree. We talk about this subject, mm, let me think, daily with our members in one form or another. We did have a joke this morning about how often this subject comes up. And I think that for the most part, nearly all of us uh, focus on being busy or focus on stuff rather than taking a moment to stop, catch our breath, have a reflect over what actually needs to be done and then focus in on those things that actually move us forward rather than putting out fires. We're all very reactional and to focus means that we have to be intentional rather than reactional. And that's not an easy thing to do. It's like any other intention we set in place. It's quite a complex skill to, de- to develop. And yet it can, it, it's, I think it's a skill that gets developed with practice. It's just a daily practice. Um, we have tools in the trade desk that we must talk about <laughs> at least daily with our members. <laughs> As a reminder, please do this. Um, that can help you with that intentional practice rather than the reactive practice that so many of us are busy being in. I almost feel like we're taught to be reactional right from our youth. It's it's a skill, you know, you think about in all the comings and goings of the day of a, a child at school, um, in their outside environment, they're not taught to be focused and intentional at the beginning of the day and understand what the rest of the day might look like and where to put their focus. They're taught to be reactional. Let's react to the situations as they come to hand. Um, as a business owner particularly, but I think anybody, it's it's a really crucial skill to develop as early on as you can. So if that for you is today, and this isn't something you've ever done before, this is probably the biggest key to getting results in your business is being able to be intentional and focused rather than reactional, putting out fires, busy, focusing on being busy. How many times is the response to the question and how are you today? Oh, great. I'm busy. Mm. Yeah. It's the busy tag almost gets worn as a bit of a badge. Um, it, it's, it's a statement of value, I think, Coxie. And I, and I think that creates a problem for a lot of us because then we think, well, if we're not busy, we're not mm. valuable. <clears throat> we're not contributing. We're not uh, uh, productive or worthwhile if we're not busy. And I, and I think it's a really poor metric for effectiveness. I think being effective is much better than being busy. Being busy is often unproductive, ineffective, uh, stressful, degenerative, and a whole bunch of other really cool descriptive words that I can't think of right now. They've all got to have tiv on the end though. <laughs> well, they're adjectives. Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was teaching my nine-year-old a little bit about word structure and, uh, you know, when we put ism on the end of things and all that sort of stuff and what that actually means. And she was just looking at me with this beautiful wide-eyed wonder of, Wow. <laughs> and everybody else would look at me and go, I oh, was. <clears throat> anyway. Crack, so a whole bunch of descriptive adjectives 
about being busy. Uh, I'm, I'm really quite sad to hear how many people use busy as a metric of achievement. It's a waste of your time. Being busy is actually the opposite of what you want to be. Mm. You want to be making headway and getting results and banking cash or whatever the heck it is, enjoying time off. They're all very, very worthwhile and fulfilling pursuits. None of them require you to be busy. So I guess we've um, tripped over or I've tripped over a really key message in today's episode for me at least is, well, what can you be other than busy? And I believe it's something that you are incredibly good at Coxie and that is focused and organized. And I'm not saying you, you can have nothing on your plate and still get results it's, it's about getting stuff done. It's about executing things, moving forward with things. Uh, not about just being busy because we've, we've all, well, most of you have probably heard the busy fool um, tag of the business person who's racing around busy, 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 and not actually getting anything done. And lots of busy people go broke in business because they're mm-hmm. too busy to do a cash flow forecast. They're too busy to attend a 90-day planning event. They're too busy to turn up to their coaching sessions or to read a book for 30 minutes three or four times a week to, to learn more about team leadership and those sorts of things. They're too busy for all of that. Mm. And they're literally busy being busy rather than all of the stuff about, you know, GSDs and JF. DIs and all the acronyms about actually doing stuff. I think it's um, it's just another thing that we don't do. We we just we jump in and we run around and we do and we don't think purposefully about what the outcome actually needs to be, unless we think maybe a little grandly about what the outcome needs to be. And I don't, I don't actually, it, I think it's ingrained in us from the very beginning and I don't know what happens to us being able to just be still or just be effective or focused or have clarity. I, and I feel like even social media, everything in our lives is sent to try and distract us from that focus and yet the focus can be there if we choose it to be there. I feel I guess I probably think about it like on the football field. There are those key positions on the football field that are busy. They're busy players. They need to be doing a lot of running. Uh, They need to be wherever the ball is at. They're just busy, busy, busy. Then there are other key players on the football field that need to be observant and focused and understand where the game's going to so they can position themselves to be there before the ball gets there. Well, you as the business owner needs to be that key player in the team that's focused on what's happening to ensure that we get everyone where they need to be rather than being the busy person in the middle that's doing all the running around, the thinking for everyone, the quick reactive stuff rather than stopping, taking stock and focusing on what we need to do to be effective. Um, There's no good sending your apprentice off to do a job without giving them clear instruction 
the apprentice will just get busy being busy or kicking around sawdust or counting nails rather than doing the job because they don't have the focus. As a business owner, it's, it's, well, it's that magnified. Your whole team doesn't know what to do if they don't have the clarity and the focus, which you will need to provide for the most part. And yet it's the thing that we let go of in favor of being busy. I've just got to go and get some more clients. I've just got to run out and pick up some materials for the guys on the, the, the job. I've got to go and meet with clients. I've got to do 10 other things before I think about what's actually going to help me move this business into a place that it needs to be, like your cash flow forecast or like your big marketing plan or like your team development or like understanding some of those crucial numbers that help you to make factual decisions rather than gut decisions as we've been talking about in the last couple of weeks and yet we just get busy being busy and it becomes like you said earlier a badge of honor it's the most important thing that we need to tell everyone we're busy but what if what if I said to you this morning g'day Warwick how are you and you said to me great Nicole I'm feeling focused whoa I'd be like that's refreshing excellent you? <laughs> but it's <laughs> No, I am extraordinarily busy. I have a very, very busy life. I always have a lot on my plate. I always bite off more than I can chew. Yet I choose to do it in a focused, intentional way so that I can be impactful in what I get through in a day. Mm. I'm not always good at providing myself the space that we need in that day. Mm. Uh, So even myself, I need to work on delegating or letting go. There's always something for us to work on next. But with that focus you can move through what needs to be done and leave alone the stuff that isn't quite so important that isn't actually going to move the business in the direction it needs to go. Yeah. It's largely due to how we measure or choose to measure success. Mm. And it's, it's that example you gave of how are you today? It's like, great. I'm focused. Oh, what are you doing right now? Drinking my coffee, mm. taking some notes. Oh my gosh, aren't you stressed about all the things you have to get done today? Yep. And I'm being focused. Mm. And I also think, Coxie, when you gave that example of the football field, I was listening to that. And particularly codes like AFL, um, even the round ball, football, soccer uh, for Australians there are players that look very busy. Mm. And in my opinion, my take on that is I think a lot of us confuse hard work and and going at 100% with being busy. And, and it's – I'm not against working hard. I think if you're on site – I used to labor with my dad and he would literally be running on a building site. It'd be jogging between tasks and back to the van to grab some stuff to the the old yellow transit van and, you know, back to the site because he was cramming. He was getting as much site work done as he possibly could because he had to go home that night and do the paperwork. Mm. So the earlier he got the job done, the earlier he could get home and do the paperwork and the sooner he had a chance of actually putting his feet up and watching the TV. Mm. And I think there's, there is a, a dangerous um, mix up between busyness and, and oh, I'm trying to think of a better word for hard work, but you can be working hard whilst taking 15 minutes of critical thinking time 
and taking a few notes on what you've got on this week in your business or your personal life. Uh, and I talked about it to our premium members in our weekly toolbox meeting that we have um, live into the group about, uh, you know, when you go to the gym and all that sort of stuff. And I took, I think it was about 15, 20 minutes to sit and enjoy my cup of coffee with my wife this morning. We uh, compared calendars for the week so we could work out when we were able to go and go to the gym together and when cars had to be dropped off and personal appointments and how that all fitted in with business stuff. And then off we went and into our days. Uh, And just that little bit of focus and planning and I guess stillness, stillness doesn't mean you're being unproductive or ineffective. It's actually the opposite. Some of the most successful people in the world talk about these practices and how critical they are to actually getting results is planning your your work and the people running around on the football field are doing that within a plan you know they have they have an outcome they're aiming for they're taking the ball forward or they're getting you know they're cutting across the back of the pack in defense like it looks mad particularly afl looks like an absolute free-for-all but there is so much strategy and training and structure that goes into those plays and that's, that's my take, Coxie, is just this idea of confusing busyness with, with working effectively. You can be running at work and still, be, and still not be busy, and I'm doing the inverted commas thing. Uh, it's a tough subject to pull apart. It is, and I'm keen in line with some of the things you and I have been talking about recently to find some solutions or some daily practices that our business owners that are listening to our podcast today, thanks for listening, turned out to be better than I thought, so <laughs> I retract my apology earlier. <laughs> let's uh, let's come up with a few strategies. One we use and we talk about all the time is our daily focus journal, something that our premium members have access to in the trade desk. Um, the Daily Focus Journal is, it's a bit of a, it's an advanced tool. It's not the simple tool. There are two tools in there. There's another daily journal that um, is very simple. You list out your top three things and then any other carryover jobs if you get time. The Daily Focus Journal is a little more complex. So the Daily Focus Journal is trying to set about a ritual for you in your day. So 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at the night, because it's really important that we reflect over what we were able to be focused in for the day rather than forgetting about that too as we run through the busyness of the night typically with our families so it provides an opportunity in the morning to set your intention so three things that you absolutely must get done in several different areas some people that you need to connect with uh, what is absolutely critical to be done what can be done if we have a bit more time and then in the afternoon we come back and we reflect over what we were able to get done how could I have done better uh, was it something that I missed today? Those really crucial, important things that we need to do on a day-to-day basis that we often get so busy we forget. So this gives, it's a bit of a catcher, but it's also a great opportunity for us to reflect over ourselves and our own personal growth and what we're doing within our businesses on a day-to-day basis and how we might be able to do better at what we're trying to do um, because we all can. There's room for improvement in every person in every business and critically as the business owner, it's important to develop the skill of reflection and understanding how we can change. So that's one of the tools that we use uh, with our group. Warwick, you spoke a few weeks ago about, um, and I'll let you give this information, but writing down all of the things and then choosing the three. 
Yeah. So one technique that um, I heard years ago was, and it's, it's a little bit from um, the book, The One Thing, mm-hmm. uh, and there's various takes on this, but essentially list out everything. Because one of the big problems is for business people and, and particularly people in trade businesses listening to this is there are so many things. There's all the things. And when there's so many things, how do we actually pick which things we should be tackling first? You know, we, we, we feel like we need to go out and actually tackle 73 players all at once. Uh, but you can't do that. You know, if, if you, I think there's a, is it a Chinese proverb or something? If you um, chase more than one rabbit, you catch none or something like that. But basically, <laughs> if you think about trying to catch a rabbit or we've got, we've got uh, two week old chickens in our hen house at the moment. And to try and catch a chicken, if I, try and catch one of six chickens by chasing all six of them, I end up with empty hands. I have to pick one and chase it. And that's sort of the the psychology behind knocking tasks over is pick one, run at it, tackle it, knock it down, then go look at the next one. And so a helpful technique sometimes is to actually go, okay, well, there are 73 things on my list. Let's get them all on paper. Now, before I actually just start running randomly at one of them, let's have a look at a way to categorize or order or prioritize these tasks. And again, this is a tr- uh, often challenging technique for people to develop. It takes practice. It's a daily practice, as Coxie said. It's something you have to work at. It doesn't just magically happen. People don't just wake up as, as being organized. They developed the skills through life. So if you list them all out and then you can sit back and have a look at the whole 73 of them and go, well, which one, if I get it done, will make the biggest difference to my day or week? Or which one, if I don't do it, will cause the most catastrophic consequences? You could look at it either way. Stick that on a separate list and do that until you've got maybe five or 10 of those. All right, so you've picked the top five or 10 from your huge list. Throw the huge list in the bin so it's not bothering you anymore. And then just focus on the five or 10 that you wrote down. Now take that. So let's say there's 10, Coxie. Now reprioritize those again and decide which is the most valuable or impactful or important one. And go do that one. And then come back and get the list when you finished. This this multitasking BS that has been rammed in our throats by ridiculous coaches and mentors and speakers and authors. It's a crock. Humans cannot mm-hmm. multitask. We we just we can divide our attention and you think about it. If you divide your attention between two things, each thing is only getting half your attention. Have you ever tried to have a conversation with someone and read a text message from someone else? (laughs) Don't give either thing the full attention. You have to go back and reread the text message three times to figure out what it was saying. And then it's like, what? Sorry. What did you, I'm sorry. What did you say to the person who was talking to you? Sorry, Coxie. Do I do that to you much? Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So if you think you're dividing your attention between three things or 10 things, imagine how, 
small an amount of your attention you're actually giving those things you're on site trying to do something important with a client job you're trying to respond to a, another client's text message you're having a conversation with the apprentice at the same time those three things are going to get done poorly compared mm -hmm. to if you gave them your undivided attention that's why we call it your undivided attention and yet we do this a good all point day. I think it's important to back that point up with it's okay. It's a little bit like when you're learning to meditate. When you're first learning to meditate, it's impossible. I'll say it, impossible to keep your mind blank <laughs> or your mind focused just on your breath or your mind focused just on, on the guided meditation. It is impossible. Your mind will wander. You can be focused on a task and your mind can wander. That's not a division of attention. That's what the brain does. You, you, you can't control what the brain does automatically what you can do is intently bring it back to the task so right. it's intently understanding and recognizing where your thoughts are going maybe make a note about where the thoughts are going if you realize it's something important that you do need to continue to think about and then come back to the task at hand so that you are giving it 100 attention but i felt important to note because i felt like a freak when i started learning to meditate thinking that I must be hopeless and useless because I couldn't get my thoughts to just focus on my breath or the lady's voice or whatever it might be. Um, in actual fact, it's the same for everyone. It wasn't just me, but we don't talk about it. So when we're today talking about being focused and clear, giving 100% undivided attention to a task, it is normal and natural that your brain will begin to wander, but we need to recognize where it's going and bring it back to where it needs to be 100% fo focused on that task. That helps you be more impactful to get through the task at, at a higher level, get a better result and move on more quickly because you can't, as Warwick said, you can't do the two things at once. So if you're listening to somebody and reading a text message, you have to go back and read that text message three times. That's going to take you three times as long. If you had to just listen to the person talking to you, read the text message and responded and move on. Really simple. I, uh, it was in a car park and I was traveling at appropriate speed on the weekend. I went and grabbed a few things from, from, uh, the shops <clears throat> and I saw a woman step off the curb with her three-year-old daughter, fortunately holding the daughter's hand. I watched her with her face buried in her phone, reading texts or scrolling social media, who knows? step off the curb and literally walk in front of my car, traveling through the car park, didn't even look up, didn't see me until I'd already stopped to let her cross in front of me in a very, very busy, one of those homemaker centers things. Cars mm. going everywhere and people drive like lunatics. That she is. didn't see me until she'd almost finished crossing the car park and looked up with a start, crapped herself, and I was just sitting there waiting. Because How did you not get on that horn? <laughs> I didn't want to scare her daughter. No, um, I understand. I find that so frustrating. But that is, a, that is exactly what our brains do when we're mm. trying to do a quote, answer the phone to someone on site, and flick through our messages on Facebook all at the same mm. time. And that's just three tasks. We're not designed for it. It is not possible. We don't have fly's eyes that can see 700 different things all at the same time. Wouldn't that be weird if we had fly's eyes, Coxie? It would be weird. I've got mum eyes. So I do have some in the back of my head here. <laughs> you might have had fly's eyes after sitting at the cricket on the weekend. 
Oh, can we not go then? <laughs> Anywho, focus. Let's focus on this podcast episode. So let's look, listeners, or listen, listeners, I should say listen, listeners. If you don't have some sort of daily focus activity, particularly in your business, but I'm just going to say in your life, if you don't have a way of getting focused every day in your life, it's okay. You're, you're normal. You're not alone. That is a standard approach for most people. Almost all people in life struggle with this. The fact that you have listened to this episode means that you now have one less excuse because you're now aware of the fact that there are some issues here. <laughs> so if you don't have a practice, that's great because you can start one. You can make a decision and a choice to actually start some sort of daily practice. Uh, whether that's taking a few notes in the morning, whether it's doing a to-do list, maybe you want to go listen to another audio about it or read a book about it, take our advice, uh, do something each day to bring your focus to a point, even if it's just for five or 10 minutes and prove me wrong, change my mind as, what is it, Crowder? Louder with Crowder? Anyway, some guy in the US, but prove me wrong. Do that for a week or two and tell me that that doesn't actually help you get more done rather than be more busy. I'd like to challenge our listeners to change their vocabulary. I'd love mm. them not to use the busy word. I'd love them to use a more intentional description of how they're feeling. Oh, my God, I'm going to tell you to get in touch with your feelings. <laughs> how about if we were to share more about what we feel like on a day-to-day -day basis. So when you're, what's wrong with saying you're stressed or you're overwhelmed, particularly to a person that might be able to help you with that? Or what's wrong with saying I'm feeling focused or I feel really sharp today or I'm pumped or I'm excited or I'm feeling a bit blur. Today's a bit, nah, it's Monday, nah, Tuesday, nah, whatever it might be. Um, but how about we share a little bit more about what we feel like instead of describing what we're doing or yeah, I think it's most often that we're busy. Mm. So how about we, or we're tired. How about we describe how we actually feel? How do you mm. feel? How do you feel today? Warwick? I feel pretty pumped up actually. <laughs> I'm feeling clear and sharp and, uh, and fairly pumped. Coxie. How about you? Is Awesome. I'm feeling pretty focused. I know exactly what I need to get done today and it will be all done by two o'clock. Nice. <laughs> I'm all over this today. It's a great, it's a great point you bring up at sort of the back end, I guess, of this episode. Our language can really set the tone. Uh, you know, we can choose how we want to feel. Newsflash, we choose how we feel. Thoughts mm -hmm. come first, then feelings or emotions, and then actions. And so we act on our feelings, you know, how we feel about something. We act on that, but it all starts with a thought. And while we can't stop thoughts from coming, we can choose which train we hop on at the station. The thoughts, that meditation example you gave earlier, Coxie, is, is a fantastic one. I'm so glad you brought that up. Because thoughts just keep streaming past. It's like standing on 
the the one of the platforms at Grand Central and there's 15 different trains coming and going. That's what happens all day, all night with your thoughts. It never stops, mm. but you don't have to get on all of those trains. You don't have to get on any of them. You can just stand on the platform and watch those thoughts go by. It's only mm. when we latch onto them that we give them a feeling that we attach feelings to them, which then turns them into some sort of an action or inaction. So uh, the language that we use, how are you, how are you today? Oh yeah. You know how it is. Like imagine that, how that programs you just listen to that as you, as you're tuning into this episode. Oh yeah. Fair to Midland. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad for an old bloke. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, Oh, wow. Excuse me while I just go drink half a bottle of bourbon because I'm suddenly depressed. And <laughs> you don't have to be jumping around like Anthony Robbins or something. And yet you do have a choice. You can choose to be, you know what? I'm feeling the pressure of what I've got on my plate at the moment. That is a much better thing to share with someone than just some offhand, oh, yeah, under the pump, eh? Like it's some sort of, like it's honourable to be under the pump mm. or, you know, busy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, choosing choosing the language, Coxie, really, I, I just think that's a cracking thought to, to finish this on. Jeez, we've given the listeners a bit today. We've, we've got <laughs> half a dozen things to work on, a yeah. whole bunch of things to think about. And we have a solution, Coxie. So we do. This is the section. This is the point of the podcast episode where if you don't like sales pitches, you're going to love this bit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we do have a solution and it is called the Trade Desk and it is free for your first month. Incredible value, that freeness, isn't it? <laughs> It's so free. It's just, it's so freeing, Coxie. I feel so free and light and easy. <laughs> but it is free, okay? We want you to check it out at our expense for a month and see if it's right for you. We don't want people signing up and, and grizzling and moaning because they paid 50 bucks and they didn't get anything out of it. You get a whole month. Not just to, to download all the stuff and steal all of our content, but you actually get a whole month to get coaching from Coxie and I. We are, wait for it, business coaches and do, do, mentors. Do. <laughs> We've been doing this for a long time. We've worked with hundreds of trade business owners just like you, whatever stage of business you're at. We've worked with someone like you, whatever industry you're in. And so we want great clients. We want great members. And we think one of the best ways to do that is for you to take us for a test drive. Check it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can actually hop in. You can become a premium member for $0 down for a whole 30 days. You can get coaching from Coxie and I two, three times a week. Uh, you can get a Monday morning toolbox meeting, get you focused and, and pumped up for the week. Uh, you can get a ticket to our uh, our quarterly planning events if it happens to fall inside your month. Uh, but you can basically come and hang out with the rest of our premium member community, access all of our resources, 
and get coaching from Coxie and I for a whole month for Nick's. So that way you could actually go download the focus journal that we talked about today and start working on change in your business, change in yourself. If you do actually want to do that, just go to the website, all the dubs, tradiesinbusiness.com.au and uh, you'll find where to work with us and get help now. And uh, basically go do something different to what you've been doing for the last three years. Thanks for listening. (laughs) You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesinbusiness.com.au.